listening to a sermon podcast from St. Benedict's Table, a congregation of the Anglican Church of Canada located in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Come, Holy Spirit. Come like a fire and burn. Come like the wind and cleanse. Convict, convert, and consecrate our hearts for our great good and thy great glory. Amen. So there have been a few times in church when the scriptures were read and they just sort of hung in the air. And there was this feeling in the sanctuary, there was a question hanging, what more needs to be said? I read these scripture readings almost as soon as I had signed the paperwork saying that I would be doing this. <laughs> and I was left speechless. <laughs> and for those of you who know me, that's not very common. <laughs> and it's been some time that I've been meditating on these words of, of Paul and the actions of Jesus. And each time I thought that I had something to say about them, I would read them again and think, that just about says it all. Let me kind of sum it up uh, for you. This is sort of the mandate from Paul. Preach the gospel. Do not boast. Do everything for the sake of the gospel that I might share in its blessings. And then become one of whom you want to draw in. Become a servant. And then leave the synagogue, leave the church, visit and pray for the sick, cast out demons, however that might look, for that is what I, Jesus, came to do. That about sums it up. And then eventually it dawned on me just because this is my first sermon here as your new priest at St. Benedict's Table does not mean in the slightest that this scripture reading, as perfect as it might be for a mandate for an, any new priest, is about me. No. Like everything in the Bible, it is about God. In Paul's letter to the Corinthians, it sounds like it would be pretty easy to transfer that meaning and all those things that he described over onto another individual. And I think that would be a good thing to do. But the only thing that gives Paul the ability to say things like, woe to me if I do not preach the gospel, is the power of the gospel itself. Is the life-saving life-giving power of Jesus Christ himself. And what better story to talk about that power than our gospel reading? Thank you, lectionary. Simon's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a fever, and they told Jesus about her at once. So he went to her. And imagine that he walked in and beheld her pain and felt it himself. 
And then he took her by the hand and lifted her up. That is the God that we serve. That's the one, that's the act that gives Paul the capacity to say, woe to me if I don't preach this. And then what does she do? She began to serve them. Now, this has long been one of my favorite moments in all of the Gospels. Forgive me for all the self-reference. This isn't normally how it's like, but tonight we're in a different space. <laughs> because I often identified with this, with the mother-in-law. In my first year of university, I found myself going to a Jamaican charismatic church so that I could learn more about the call and response of the black church so I could be a better jazz musician. <laughs> this was after a long time of not going to church, and you could say that I had a fever. Well, the people there and the music and what was preached kept me coming back week after week. And I asked Sister Nidra, who is still one of my best friends, if I could play my trumpet in the worship band. God had taken me by the hand, and I had began to serve. Then the same thing happened coming to St. Ben's. I was like... Simon's mother-in-law, down and out. And then Jesus took me by the hand, or rather, the Holy Spirit convicted my heart so that when that night in the announcements, Jamie made a call to the folks who were sitting in the pews to help fund the summer camp that we helped with every year for a long, long time, I was convicted, and right after service, I went straight to him, and I asked him how I could serve. And well, a few dollars to fund a summer camp and a few things in between, here I am. <laughs> but so much more importantly than that is here we are. At the beginning of this new chapter in the life of St. Benedict's Table, a community that has unabashedly served and preached the gospel for over 20 years now. And not only from the pulpit, but through all of the work that has come from all of you. From every mother-in-law, from every mother and father, from every auntie and uncle, from every brother. From the tome of songs that come from our countless musician writers, from the small library of books and articles that come from our authors, from the small business owners supporting their communities, employees, accountants, educators, counselors, researchers, doctors, nurses, sanitation staff, admin assistants, all working in a way that would make Jesus smile. We have pottery that would line shelves. We have photos that would cover walls, paintings, icons, statues, baskets and baskets of good things given in support of Agape Table. And now in Epiphany Indigenous Church, we have weavings, recordings, banners, comics, well over 100,000 podcast listens, interviews, big symposium ideas, mission fund grants, and prayers. I could go on. Honestly, 
If we could boast, we honestly just might be able to. (laughs) But none of that means anything without that act of Jesus coming up to each of us first, taking us by the hand, lifting us up, and giving us the life we have to serve. Been able to feel it here lately. I don't know, there's been some electricity in the air. There have been tons of new songs written, new online songbooks recorded, soon to be released. Beth just published a piece in a magazine that's about to go on the website. And our Wednesday night Lenten series is going to be loosely based on Makoto Fujimura's book, Art and Faith in the Wilderness. We'll have makers of all sorts talking about the wilderness and art, but more broadly, making in the image of God. And it sounds like a bit of an infomercial, but it's, it is all that. And, it, and it's so much more because of the abundance that God has poured out to all that, I don't know, something about this place seems to grab onto and dole out. But again, before all of that, before any of that, it's Jesus who comes to us in the midst of our fever, in the midst of our sorrow, in the midst of our grief and anxieties, bidden by the prayers of the people, and takes our hand here, takes our hand here, sitting in these pews, weak after week. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit washes over us, feeds us with the words of Scripture, the prayers of the people, the sermon, the words of the Eucharistic prayer, and standing in this circle around the table. Week after week, taking our hand, and a little more slowly, Then Simon's mother-in-law drives away the fevers, preparing us for what is next. It's why there's so many makers of all kinds here. So many people who serve in the image of God in our midst. We have that grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That grace has washed over and fed this community for 20 years. And it is the gospel message that says week after week, you are enough. What you have to offer this world is good. I can and I will work through you, imperfect as we all are. You are my beloved. What you have to offer is good. I can and I will work my good works through you. Week after week, in these words of scripture, prayers of the people, the sermon, words of the Eucharist, and especially around this table, we are taken by the hand. Because you see, even though we are taking the body of Christ in our hands at the Eucharist, It's actually Christ himself taking us by the hand 
to drive the fever, to lift us up. To lift us up gently, back to the place where we can serve, write, paint, make, all in the image of the one who lifts. And so, when you come this evening to take the body of Christ, or you stay where you are, for whatever reason, know that you are being taken by the hand. Not just to serve and be creative, but also to be comforted in our fears and in our wounds, in our griefs and our sorrows, and also to be raised up to these great heights of creativity, be it on a blank slate, or all the other ways that we act as co-creators of God's goodness in this broken and beautiful world. It is an honor that I will never be able to express to be standing here tonight. To listen, to pray, and to lead into this next chapter to be invited to be a part of times of joy and times of sorrow, to be a part of the dreaming with all of you, to be a part of the dreaming that finds new ways of unabashedly preaching the gospel and offering it as a gift to the world. There could be no clearer message than tonight's reading of what that means to be a servant of the Lord. Preach the gospel. Do not boast. Do everything for the sake of the gospel that we may share in its blessings. And then, leave the church. Visit the sick. Pray. Cast out demons, however that might look. For that is what Jesus came to do and sent us to do. And that is what God is going to do through all of us. Amen. This has been a sermon podcast from St. Benedict's Table. For information on our church and to access the full catalog of our podcasts going all the way back to 2006, visit us online at stbenedictstable.ca. In addition, if you are interested in supporting our online work, you can find information on the website using the Donate button located on the top right-hand corner. Thanks for listening.